It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. And did you realize that people can listen to us anytime they want? They can? Non-stop if they wanted no. to. No. Yeah, it's Matt and Lizzie on demand. <gasps> and it starts right now. Is going to be very exciting. We're going to play a fun new game this morning called Lizzie Can't Lose. Uh, we're not going to play right now. We're going to play in about 10 minutes. All right. So get your brain cells moving. Have a cup of coffee. Yeah. It is uh, Independence Trivia this morning with Lizzie Can't Lose. So the way that it'll work uh, coming up in 10 minutes is I have a list of five questions. We'll take caller nine. Not right now, but we'll take caller number nine. Uh, I will then ask you five questions that are on the naturalization test. Uh, to become a U.S. citizen. You answer as many as of those as you can in 60 seconds. After that, we'll invite Lizzie back into the room from her soundproof booth. That's right. We'll just make her go down the hall. Yeah. Uh, and then ask Lizzie the same five questions. Whichever one of you gets more correct wins. If it's a tie, Lizzie automatically wins because the name of the game is Lizzie, Lizzie Can't, can't lose. lose. All right. However, it's going to be funny because I feel like Lizzie is a loser is going to be more towards the the title of the game. I would never say that because I'm respectful and I want to build you up. This is definitely going to teach us all a little bit about America. It is. And honestly, just know I'm not picking questions that are insanely hard. I'm picking questions that I would expect like a seventh and eighth grader to be able to confidently answer. Yeah, and most people... Don't know, though. I say which will make it way more embarrassing when you get them wrong. In seventh or eighth grade, I loved government when I was in seventh or eighth grade. I loved it. But then the moment I left, I feel like I forgot all of it. Yeah, right, right, right. This will be a really good challenge to see if anything is still stored in those filing cabinets. It's going to be really fun. It's going to, I'm very excited about this. Okay. uh, And this idea that we came up with 100% organically on our own. By ourselves. And we're going to do that at 620. We're going to play a few times this morning to keep it fun, okay? 620, your first chance to. It is Matt and Lizzie. Excuse me. It's okay. Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Is that better? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, what happened there? My apologies. I'm, I feel like that moment in Evan Baxter on Bruce Almighty where he was messing with him behind Classic. the teleprompter. Classic. I feel like that's what just happened to me. My voice just took off and did its own thing. Its own thing, dare I say. Uh, congratulations to Lizzie. Thank uh, you. We just had our first go around of Can't Beat Lizzie. <clears throat> and Lizzie. Lizzie can't excuse lose. Excuse me. Lizzie can't lose. Uh, and apparently Lizzie can't lose because Lizzie didn't lose. Or uh, Lizzie might, might just have good luck. Sorry to Andrea, who lost to Lizzie. But Andrea had just woken up, and you have already been up for quite a while and yeah. already had some coffee. Oh, yeah, since 2.30. So All I right. definitely had a jump on her. I As- did. Asking you questions this morning that appear on the U.S. naturalization test. We're going to play again for Pittston Fair tickets at 7.20 this morning. We will play Lizzie Can't Lose. So if you're interested in trying to beat Lizzie at some U.S. trivia, we'll do that again uh, coming up. I'm not sure if you've seen this, uh, but a brother took to Reddit to describe his sister's bridal party request because he thought it was a little off the wall. And some of the bridesmaids were apparently complaining. Now, have you heard of microblading? A hundred percent. Okay, can you explain to me? I think I know what it is. Is it like tattoo eyebrows? No, actually. Microblading is when you're you're um, cleaning up your eyebrows. You're like plucking them, but you're taking two strings almost and you're cutting the or pulling it by the root. I'm not sure, but it's like two strings... And you're blading. Isn't it? It's like it's semi-permanent, microscopic. though, right? Yeah. 
It makes it so I you don't have to know do your they... brows like every day. Yeah, they're clean, but you're not tattooing anything on. Okay. You're not making them darker. You're like plucking them, but microly blading them. From what I understand, mm-hmm. this procedure can mm-hmm. cost anywhere from like five to seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it's, it's just another it's a excuse that thing. they came up with for luxury. Yeah. Okay. Well, the bride that we're calling Megan mm-hmm. asked her wedding party to get it done by July. Uh, so that the procedure would heal in time of the wedding. She said that if you're going to be in my wedding, if you're going to be one of the bridesmaids that I've asked you to be, you have to be microbladed for the wedding. No questions asked, no exceptions. Mm. Uh, so her brother actually ended up writing on Reddit that it takes Bridezilla to a whole new level of entitlement. Apparently, he's got some beef with his sister. Yeah, it okay. sounds like it. I one, mean, I kind of agree. <laughs> one commenter on Reddit wrote, I wouldn't even attend at this point. So my question to you, mm. Central Maine, is what do you think? Is that a ridiculous request for a bride to say, hey, you cannot be in the wedding if you do not get microbladed? Did she offer to pay for all of it? It does not say that at all. Okay. So my guess that's is a no. Big, that's a big, you know, if she's like, hey, I want you all to have, you know, spa treatments and your hair a certain way and I'm going to take care of the costs. And amen. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Because being in a wedding is already very It's expensive. already so expensive. We've all done so many different things already to make ourselves look good for that wedding. So adding microblading and then taking it out of your pocket is ridiculous. Just to piss her off, I would go and like glue like extra hairs on my eyebrows just to, you know, I'd walk in like two caterpillars are just kicking it on my forehead. What do you guys think? Do you think that it's a, it's, it's a you know okay thing to ask for your wedding party to get microbladed over the top or to boot them out of the wedding if they choose not to spend the money and get microbladed we'd love to hear your opinion on this because there are a lot of people that think this is not that unreasonable on reddit give us a moose call 626 or 547 not a 200 get on the air with us and lizzie we've got your ray of sunshine coming up uh in just a couple of minutes first we were talking a little bit about microblading i yeah. thought it was like tattooing of the eyebrows you thought it had something to do with, like threads, threads. Yes. As it turns out, I was right. Not that that's a big deal, but we have someone on the Moose line uh, who might have some more info into what you were talking about, I guess. Good morning. Good morning. I think what Lizzie was talking about is called threading. Thank you. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. With the strings and stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 You guys have a great day. Thanks, what is, babe. Wait a minute. What oh. is threading? What the it's hell what is I, that? It's what I explained to you before. It's what I thought microblading was. Two strings and you're chopping the hair. Do they sew yeah. Right. It removes the hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it, that's not uh, li- that's not like a permanent thing, like microblading. No, right? it's not tattooing. No. Okay. It's just like trimming your eyebrows. It's like you know, but with plucking them, but differently. All yeah. right. With I got string. you. Who's this? Uh, my name's Kim. Kim, thank you so much for the call this morning. I'm glad that we have gotten squared away. Thanks, Kimmy. On our eyebrow procedures. Shifting yeah. gears here a little bit. Because <laughs> it's, it's so important for you to know that. <laughs> I Listen, I like to be well-versed in female cosmetics. Yeah, that's good. That's nice. It's supportive. I like to remain in touch yeah. with my femininity. Good. Yep. Say that ten times fast. All right, it is time for your ray of sunshine, which, by the way, looks like we're going to see some sun this afternoon. I know. I'm so stoked. So, in a crazy incident off the Florida Panhandle, a series of events unfolded that showcased the bravery of the residents in the golf community. And it all began when the conditions in the golf waters suddenly took a turn, prompting rapid changes that would put some lives at risk. Now, here's what happened. Last Friday, the storm clouds loomed. And this guy and his companions set out from Panama City um, anticipating to get like a red snapper. 
However, as the waves grew, like five hot, to like a hot six, dog? a red snapper fish. Oh. It's red snapper season in the Gulf of Florida, oh, in the Panhandle. But they were out looking for a hot dog. I know. Wouldn't that be cute <laughs> if they caught one and the fish looked like a hot dog? Anyway. I'm so sorry. I'm they sorry. were on it. They, little did they know that their their return, because they had to leave early because the waves were so big, would lead them to a scene of danger. So while heading back to the marina, they... Uh, noticed this big houseboat and it had broken free from its mooring. So I'm assuming a mooring is what it was tied to. Correct. Anchored to or whatever. They were, uh, there were three people freaking out trapped on this houseboat. Um, and one of the guys wasted no time, jumped into the water immediately. And then he, he got onto this houseboat and punched a window, shattered it, pulled all three people out right before the vessel went it's- and sunk. Boggles my mind how heroic, how people just mm. jump into these mm. literally Without superhero roles. He was in the water helping those people like nothing. And then he realized as he's guiding them to a nearby sandbar that his boat is starting to go under because the waves are, are like going so crazy. So he got them to the sandbar, jumped back into the water, swam back to his boat just moments before it uh, would have crashed into the seawall. So. His boat was filling up rapidly with hot dogs. It, yeah, lots of red snappers. They had a lot to eat after this. But thankfully, everyone was okay. And this story serves as a testament to the bravery of people and the remarkable power of being at the right place at the right time. People are amazing. People are amazing. And that's your ray of sensation. I'm not people. Yes, you are. Hit music station Maroon 5 with Christina Aguilera. It's moves like Jagger, Matt, and Lizzie. It's 7 11. Uh, another chance to score tickets to the Pittston Fair. We are going to play another Independence Day version of Lizzie Can't Lose. That's coming up at 7.20 this morning. Uh, right now, we're very excited. Cooper is back from his Disney vacation in Florida. Yay. Welcome back, Cooper. How you doing? Not too shabby. I saw something yesterday, though, that you had posted about, uh, I don't know, some weird thing you had seen on a luggage carousel at an airport. And we All right, so we flew back into Portland on Tuesday, and, uh, you know, we make our way to the terminal. Uh, we find the right luggage conveyor belt, the right carousel, and uh, we're waiting for our bags to all show up. Right. There's oh, like yeah. 50 bazillion of them because, you know, kids. Um, and as we're standing there, along with all the regular suitcases and bags, these two cardboard boxes start rolling along the conveyor belt. And I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of strange uh, because that's normally for checked baggage. You know, somebody had to have put those on the plane with the expectation they were going to take them at the other at the other end of the flight. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> and they get closer. They're brown cardboard boxes. They're like cinched closed with like a zip tie. And then we notice they say keep refrigerated on them. <laughs> and as I get closer, we notice that they're moist. They're damp, like oh. they've been leaking. Okay. And then they get a little closer and we can smell fish. Yeah. Oh, my God. Seafood. So fishies. we're not entirely sure what mm. the situation was with these. Mm-hmm. We stood there for another 25 minutes waiting for the rest of our luggage to show up. Nobody claimed those boxes. Mm-hmm. So they continued to circle the conveyor belt, to circle the carousel, Just like stinking. leaking all over the place, mm-hmm. digging up the entire terminal. And the mm-hmm. only thing that 
somebody on my Facebook page came up with was maybe, assuming that they came from Florida like we had, right? maybe somebody had gone deep sea fishing. I'm sure. That and decided to bring their catch home, right. and something got messed up, and they chose not to collect their catch. Right. So who knows? Maybe there's, like, cut-up pieces of marlin in there or something. Yeah, yeah. Either that or somebody... No, it had to have been somebody on the on the airplane. It's just... It's that so gross. To bring, or they went out to a nice dinner in Florida, got a nice big <laughs> yes. slab of fish, and was like, I'm bringing this home. To go back. That's to the go biggest... Box. Would be the biggest to-go box, yeah. to-go boxes ever. These were like capable of carrying like you know twenty or thirty pounds worth of stuff. I'll tell you, it's remarkable the list of things that you can't bring on an airplane, but it's even more remarkable the list of things you apparently can bring on an airplane. Fish in a Yum. box. All right, thank you for that, Cooper. Thank you for uh, thank you for turning our tummies just a little bit this morning. Uh, 7.14. I'm going to go get a drink of water now. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. I'll be your bestie. Every morning, first thing. First thing. 92 Moose. Okay, good golly, Moose I'm only Molly. using one arm, so I'm I a little know, weak today. How is your other arm? I know you've had that. It's a lot better. It is. Good. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It's a million times better because I was heating and icing it, and I tiger bombed it. Because we had, like, a bunch of listeners... Uh, yesterday, it, myself included, honestly, mm-hmm. that thought perhaps mm-hmm. you had given yourself a touch of uh, a messed up rotator, a rotator cuff, cuff. But thankfully, which isn't good. That is not the case because, r- like, rapidly throughout the night, it got so much better. Good. This morning, I can put my hair up and stuff. It's just a little sore. So all you needed was a little rest, a little heat, and that's a little right. ice. Yeah, that's it. Good. I'm happy for you. It felt real good. I'm just happy do for nothing. you. Yeah, I bet it did. Yeah. I bet it did. What's that like? <laughs> uh, by the way, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who came out last night. Yeah. It was another one of our Summer Fun Concert Series. Borderline Express was there. Uh, we thought that the city was going to be like, yeah, it's too rainy. I know. It cleared up, stopped raining like Beautiful. last minute. Band set up. We kicked off on time. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, there was not a ton of people there because I think a lot of people assumed right. it wasn't happening because of the rain. But the people that were there, man, they sang and they danced. Oh, great. And it was just such a great night. I was such supposed a great to night. be uh, pre-hosting Central Main Idol because they had had to move their recent... From Monday, Monday to yesterday. But to yesterday. And then yeah. yesterday it was canceled again. Now, are they rescheduling? What are they going to do with that? They're just going to move on with 90s night on Monday. Okay. So they'll so be behind a week or maybe they'll take... I'm not I sure see. what they're going to do. Okay. But they'll continue the fun and games on Monday with yeah. 90s night. And I'll be there. Yeah. And our Summer Fun Concert Series continues next Wednesday. Wednesday. And I know this is a show you're going to definitely want to be oh, at. Oh, it will. This is Crystal Vision coming yeah. up next Wednesday. Fleetwood they are the, Mac, yes, baby. Fleetwood Mac Tribute Band. Yeah. Um, they have a production, man. They, I guess they show up like five hours early to start setting up. Oh my God. I we am, need to yeah. fill that park, baby. Yeah, it's going to be so exciting. So cool. uh, we've got them. Crystal Vision next Wednesday. Thank you so much to Josh Hunt and the crew from Borderline yeah. Express. Put on a great show. And thank you for dedicating the Luke Combs song to me. Aww. I appreciate it. So easy to confuse He's the two. He's playing tomorrow at, the, at Gillette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there are still seats available if you're looking to go. Have fun if you're going, babe. To the Sheeran Show. It is Matt and Lizzie in the morning coming up at 820. We will play another edition this morning, our Independence Day edition of Lizzie Can't Lose. I'm not doing so bad, aren't uh, I? Ain't I? Mm-hmm.
I'm doing a good job. I'm a be proud of me. Lizzie has won two hours in a row. She beat Andrea and Jim. Will she win at 820? I certainly hope not, so I don't have to continue hearing about it. <laughs> Time now for the 92 Moose Tweets of the Day. We take a look around Twitter, see what's trending, and try to give you a little chuckle on your ride into work this morning. This is from an office of Steve. Love it. All right. People that drive Jeeps are like, hey, look at my legs while I drive. I know, right? <laughs> I love that. Sexy legs. This is from it, Tracy, bro. Sitcoms would be a lot more believable if they had five loads of laundry waiting to be folded on the sofa. <laughs> right? Okay. This is from it, Dan Reagan. Anyone else have a sense of accomplishment when you go four consecutive hours without a nap? Oh, wow. Look at me, Mom! Yeah. I'm okay. awake. Let's see what else we have here. Oh, this is from a Diana G2772. Mm-hmm. When I sleep, I dream about work. When I work, I dream about sleep. <laughs> Same. True. Fun. This is from at McDad stuff. Uh, my kid is back from summer camp and the refrigerator door handles are sticky again. <laughs> Everything. Everything. Uh, let's see. We'll give you a couple more here. This is from at Rod LaCroix. I've had this cold for so long that 80% of my body weight is now ginger ale. <laughs> okay, this is going to be your bonus tweet because I feel like this will resonate with you. Okay. Okay, this is okay. like, I'm targeting this at Lizzie. All right. Pretend you're my wife. This is from its social mind. Mm. My wife literally has everything in her purse. I needed tissues, a hammer, peanut butter, and dice, and she had two of each. I got you. There you have it. Same. It is the Naughty Timu's Tweets of the Day, and speaking of Taylor... Y'all ready? It's Matt. On Hit Music Station, good morning. It is Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Coming up in about 10 minutes, we're going to play Lizzie Can't Lose again this morning. Mm. Lizzie has won two hours in a row. She beat Andrea and Jim. This is an independence edition where we ask you questions based on the naturalization test to become a U.S. citizen. All about America, baby. All right. Piston Fair tickets up for grabs at 821st. We've got the... Bruce Chase from uh, Parks and Rec here, City of Augusta, in. Uh, to, let me see if I can get this right. To talk about the capital city riverfront Fourth of July. Perfect. Now that's it. the first time I've ever said that right. Well, it uh, is. But it is coming up on Tuesday, and I'm just—I mean, the, the we've got the events up at the Naughty Two Moose app right now, but the list of events is massive. It's amazing. Uh, we're looking forward to a great day. Um, it all starts off at 8:45 in the morning at Market Square on yeah. Water Street with. Downey's Brass playing uh, leading up to the parade, uh, which will be at 10 o'clock. Market Square, by the way, is right on Water Street downtown. And it's convenient because as you're getting set up, putting your chairs out for the parade, you've got live entertainment, yeah, which is awesome. Music, which is awesome. They're Love a great that. band, too. And again, this year, the parade will start at State Health Parking Lot and travel on State Street, uh, down Water Street. Yep. So people are worried about the bridge construction by Hartford Fire Station. That's right. Um, we're still going that route. It is safe in that area. We've talked to a number of contractors and everything. So we are going to continue down Water Street okay. and finish at Old Fort West as we normally do each year. And, of course, thousands of people turn out for the parade, like thousands and thousands. So uh, get there early. Get yourself a good spot. And it's not just water. I know a lot of people congregate on Water Street, but you've got all of State Street. We come around the circle. Um, so plenty of great spots 
to see the parade. After that, there's activities both at Mill Park and at Old Fort Western. Yeah, right Tuesday. after the parade. And just a reminder, the parade theme this year is celebrating 50 years of the Augusta Civic Center. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it's still time to get afloat in the parade. Yep. Celebrate the Civic Center, everything, everything they've done over 50 years. And our grand marshals this year are Tony and Claudette Jordan, who have been lifelong members of this community. Yeah. And it's going to be great to see them in our parade also. Very exciting. And the Augusta Parade, it grows and grows and grows every year. Uh, so make sure you get out there early. Uh, let's talk Mill Park and Old Fort Western. I know we've got the reading of the uh, Declaration of Independence happening right after the parade. Yes, with Mayor O'Brien will be there right after the parade to read the Declaration. Uh, Old Fort Western will have uh, hot dogs and chips and soda uh, for donations yep. to, um, to the fort. They'll have tours of the fort. They'll have a number of activities going on. But we also have... In front of the fort, a chicken barbecue for people, uh, hosted by the Club Calumet, uh, and they'll be serving a hundred meals. Uh, wow. Chip, uh, half a chicken, <laughs> corn on the cob, um, you name it, they'll have it, uh, available there. So that'll be great over at the fort. Great afternoon of events, um, over there. And then we go down to Mill Park, uh, beginning in the afternoon at 1 p.m. with a bunch of kids' activities. We have jugglers, we have musicians, we have magicians, we have board games, we have a dunk tank that, uh, our chief of police, Jared Mills, will be yes, getting into. All right. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we have our annual hay rides will be going on all afternoon, uh, going through downtown. So lots of activities down there. We have plenty of food vendors. Um, Cooper Fox from uh, B98.5 yep. will be there DJing, leading up to our live music beginning at 4 p.m. with Ellis Falls. Uh, They're so stage. good. They're excellent. Local band, incredible. And then at 6.30, we have Martin and Kelly, who are Nashville-based uh, band. Yeah. Uh, um, they live out of, out of Connecticut. But they came up last year. They were incredible. And they'll lead us right up to our 9.15 fireworks uh, shot off from Statler. Where uh, Mill Park will be your best spot to Mill view. Park is definitely the best view yeah. of those. Um, and it's an incredible show put on by Central Maine Pyrotechnics. Uh, they do an incredible job for us. So we're excited this year. Um, personally, this is my last 4th of July yeah. in the city. I'll be retiring at the end of the year. So I'm really excited about this one. And I uh, hope it's going to be a great day for everyone. And you're also excited not to have to plan all of it next year. <laughs> yeah. I'll sit back and uh, watch. Well, Bruce, we certainly appreciate your dedication, your commitment to the city of Augusta over the last two decades, uh, and going out with a bang, so to speak, yes. with the 4th of July. It's going to be so much fun. Remember, the live music downtown starts at 8, uh, 8.30, 8.45, excuse me, on Tuesday morning, uh, and the parade at 10. And then after the parade, uh, it's just going to be a whole bunch of fun in the city all day between Old Fort Western and Mill Park. Get more info and the flyer with the list of events and times. It's right at the top of the 92 Moose app. You can get it right there. We'll see everyone downtown on Tuesday. Bruce, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thanks, man. Even though it was a little bit rainy last night, so much fun at Mill Park with our Summer Fun Concert Series. Borderline Express rocked out with their guitars out. Yeah, dude. It was so much fun. Uh, thank you to Josh and the crew. Thank you to our sponsors, Damon's Beverage, Lilac Catering, City of Augusta. Uh, it was just so much fun uh, to be down there last night. And uh, coming up this Wednesday, you don't want to you don't want to miss any of these shows. No, um, but we've never had we've never this had upcoming these band. Yeah, they are called Crystal Vision, and they are Central Maine's exclusive Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac, Mac tribute, tribute band. band. They might be the only one in New England, actually. Maybe. 
But that's, I'm so excited. That's possible. And when we did a deep dive after they submitted their request to be a part of this. Yeah. We were, Matt and I were both blown away. Yeah, we, we watched like, some of their YouTube. Whoa, okay. It's, yeah. It's epic. I mean, they are the You're real gonna deal. You're going to want to see this. Guys. You're going to want to get there early, get your spot in the grass, bring your lawn chair. Again, it's happening this coming Wednesday, so six days from now, uh, with Crystal Vision, the Fleetwood Mac tribute band. It is going to be so cool, and we cannot wait to see you there this Wednesday with the continuation of our Summer Fun Concert Series with the City of Augusta. The full schedule, by the way, all summer long, you can get that right now just by tapping the app. It's not, not something that I have talked about with you. It's not something I have mentioned in this studio to you, but it was something I was just thinking about because it keeps popping up as a controversy on my newsfeed. Mm-hmm. And I think I might be in the minority because I don't have a huge problem with this. I don't. I just don't see it as a big problem. People are very offended by this. Okay, we'll get to it. What is it? Well, I have to set it up and build it crescendo. Okay, obviously there was the submarine tragedy. Ocean Gate, five people lost their lives. Horrible tragedy. Since then, everyone's been talking about Titanic. Titanic has been trending. So, July 1st, Netflix is bringing James Cameron's Titanic movie back to the streaming platform and people on Twitter are losing their collective minds. I think everybody's losing their minds because now this company is going to make so much money off something that, that you know the primary reason that it happened is because people died. Well, I don't know that they'll That's make any the more or so they less money. Here's the thing. Cuz they you're wouldn't subscribed. Right? But they wouldn't have put this movie up if this tragedy didn't happen. However, exactly. there's all kinds of movies and things that happen because of tragic circumstances. There, to me, exactly. I'm indifferent about it because yeah, I send yeah. my love and respect to that family and that's so terrible and stuff. Um, but I, as a person, would never purposely try to make money off of a tragedy. And I don't know that that's what they're doing as much as it is they're just responding to demand because now... Like, I will be honest with you, after this happened, I thought to myself, okay, yeah, I would like to watch Titanic again. Yeah, very. You know, because we've been talking about it, and it was one of my favorite films. Totally. Um, I I just, people are losing it. Let me see. Actually, I've got some stuff on here. Uh, One person on Twitter wrote, are they serious? James Cameron's Titanic is going to be back on Netflix July 1st. Blah, 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 blah. And this is in such bad taste. Two others said, this is bad timing. It is so wrong. Mm. I mean... I think that if all of a sudden James Cameron came out and said, hey, we're making a movie about this, mm-hmm. that would be in poor taste. Bringing back a movie that's existed for almost 30 years. Because of a tragedy, though. That's why people are upset. Because they wouldn't have just popped it out during, like, right before 4th of July, Titanic. Yeah, right, right, unless- right, right something made them do it's it. Just so it's trending. It's because of that. Yeah. I see no difference with why something is trending yeah. in this scenario. I guess it's, but. yeah. I mean, hey, we have free speech and we can beach about it all and, we want on Twitter. And I will tell you, if this pisses you off, don't yeah. be surprised because I guarantee you within the next five there's years... There's going to be a movie about this. There's going to be a well, movie about Ocean Gate. when I was Gate. following along, or I was like, God, I really, A, just I really hope everyone survives. And if they do, what an incredible rescue story. What an incredible story. And if they do make a movie about it, hopefully it'll be a memoriam. Hopefully, you know, the money, a lot of the money that they make off of it will go to, you know, the families. And maybe they can make it a nice thing. But, yeah, there's probably going to be a movie. What do you guys think? In bad taste, Netflix bringing Titanic back to the streaming service July 1st. Let us know. Hit us up at the app chat or give us a moose call. 626 or 547. Not